I'll drop another C bomb. I don't care. <laughs> what a start. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard to top that, but I'll try. Hello and welcome to Hypothetical Happy Half Hour. Uh, bleep, bleep, bleep. Exactly. This is the show where the four of us speak absolute nonsense in search of quite a profound truth. Um, and I'll go into what uh, today's pr- profound truth is in a moment. But just to introduce the panel, we've got myself, Steve, we've got Waleed, we've got Paige, and we've got Jack. Yeah, Jack! Pretty bold that you introduced yourself first there, Steve. That's not really hosty, hosty material, but <laughs> that, it's okay. Like let's, let's continue. Yeah, there's Best an foot forward, really. There. Foot forward. Gabby, foot forward. <laughs> People are tuning out already. We need to, we need to keep them hooked. <laughs> right, so, so today's um, profound and deep insight is related to everyone's favourite misogynist spy, James Bond. Um and what I want to know is, in this hypothetical situation, you are a Bond villain. So what's your plot for world domination? What's the details of your secret base, your henchmen? How are you going to fuck over the British spy that everyone loves to hate and hates to love? And I am going to start with Jack, because otherwise his idea will get stolen by someone else. That is a theme. That is a theme of this uh uh, of this podcast so i my bond villain would be basically in search of maximum immorality like the, everything i do is completely immoral from start to finish and that's just how i get him like my secret weapon is the brown note like uh, that that's the thing i'm like give me all of the money and diamonds and gold in the world or i'll hack every speaker Fire that brown note through and the world can shit itself over and over and over again to the brown note until you give me what I want. And Bond, if he catches me, he's going to be messy. He's going to be messy because all I've got is just one of them little like boombox JBLs on my shoulder and I'm just walking around brown noting. But like, I just think it would be good to like, I would get James Bond by just, I wouldn't do anything particularly evil, which goes against my every fiber of my being but i would just do things like oh james bond's asleep i'll sneak in and i'll pull the corners of his bed sheet off so he wakes up and like his bed sheets all untucked and i'll just drive him mad one by one i'll warm his pillow up before he goes to bed so there's no cold side of the pillow to lie on like i'll leave a rake outside his front door so he like cartoon steps into it and the rake hits him and i'll just wear him down um I'd wear them down over time, really. My secret lair just be my house. I give a shit. I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of you. Okay. He gets into every secret lair anyway. For some reason, they keep letting him in the front door. Like in the <laughs> in the last one, he just walked, he just walked up and they went, Oh, by the way, I've got your daughter. Um, do you want to come upstairs and have a coffee? And then Rami Malik is sat up there on a the magic carpet, just chilling. Uh, what's the point? I might as well just stay at home and save on the rent. Um my henchman, that's a really interesting one. I hadn't actually thought of henchman, uh, even though I know you did put it in the group before we did this. But yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe I'd have like a bunch of mimes, creepy mimes that would just rock in, like doing all the mime stuff, pulling the bed sheets off. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Or I go the other way and 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 give in to my actual urges um, and just be some sort of serial mass murderer, and I'll just skin him alive, basically, like not walking around. There's no, I'm going to put you in a trap, and then you know maybe or maybe you won't get out, and it's all really debate. Like I would walk around with Daniel Craig's face sewn onto my face <laughs> because I wouldn't muck around. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the bones out of that, if you will. <laughs> there is, that's that's more bone than me. That entire thing. Like, uh, <laughs> that's all, all filler, no killer. That wasn't it. <laughs> right Just... before I go, before I go in on Jack, who uh, who wants to who wants to take the first swing? I um... feel nervous to go in because I know you'll absolutely annihilate my idea. So I might agree and go. Yeah, that's really good to all three of yours. No, <laughs> 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 Jack, that was awful. It wasn't that bad. No, actually, that was generally it just. I was not involved until the mimes, and then I was like, "Okay, fine, I can get behind this because that's quite funny." Yeah, that was severely underwhelming. I'm just trying okay, to understand so, the plot of this film. Yeah, I'm trying to understand how you're going to take over the world, as in like <laughs> earplugs, yeah. like earplugs. Some, pe- some, pe- some people don't care about money, and they just want to watch the world shit themselves. <laughs> I would get more satisfaction out of knowing that I could just press a button and my enemies poop than anything else. But I mean, would they not just poop until they're done and then there's nothing left to poop and then you, you, you're done, really? No, they, 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 I don't know what would happen to their body, but I guess it would eventually turn inside out because I would not take my finger off. Did you do biology? Button. Did you did you do biology? When uh, no, but school? I'm about to. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Rick and Morty. They don't Check just like yourself. Act two: James Bond gets his bed sheets untucked by mimes. Act three: <laughs> Bond gets his skin removed. <laughs> You'll like, still tell, tell me that's not a great movie. That's a terrible movie. You'll start off with some sort of like James Arthur who's going to be recording the soundtrack and you'll end up with Glenn Hoddle because the sequels are just so shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it couldn't be worse than Jack White's Bond theme, could it? That was a really good one. Was it? Are you serious? With Alicia Keys? That was really good. Yeah, when they're just going, Billy, uh, Billy, uh, Billy, uh. It's not a Bond theme. Fuck off. (laughs) I love Jack White. Adele's Bond theme was the greatest Bond theme ever. Written. That was no, that was that was that was fine. That was okay. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not going to beat Tina Turner with Goldeneye, are we? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty great. That's fire. <laughs> I think Shirley Bassey's got to be up there. I, I do have a soft yeah. spot for the Adele one as well. Although Duran Duran, View to a Kill, that's pretty pretty neat as well. View to a Kill's the best one. Yeah, that oh, is actually really good. I retract it's a good my song, view, but is view, it a good view to a Kill? Yeah, it's I a good song. Think, yeah, but it's not a good Bond I think, theme. I think the way that you have to measure it is, is the song in proportion to the quality of the Bond being portrayed? And given that Timothy Dalton was a piss-poor Bond, I think that V to was a very good song. It, well, it wasn't George Lazenby, so... No. <laughs> that could have been worse. Let's think about that. <laughs> um, okay, so, so you want the usual... Uh, money diamonds all that sort of jazz and you're going to threaten everyone by shitting themselves if they hear this note but they could uh, I'm not even, I'm not even bothered out. about it I'm not even bothered about the money 
and uh, and uh, well no because if they put on well one as we just discovered before we went into this podcast if they put bose uh qc2s or threes or whatever these are on they probably won't connect anyway and i'll catch <laughs> yeah. them out and, it, and if they and if they do <laughs> i'll just hack the headphones and if they put earplugs hack. in i'll hack the headphones using computers and science and stuff and then if they put earplugs in i'll just turn it up no but what if you like polyfill your ears for just a little bit of time if if you what polyfill your ears for a little bit of time I'm not sure that's possible <laughs> i mean yeah no okay so that's not possible but shitting yourself so much that you turn inside out is <laughs> well we're gonna find out <laughs> it might I be think- I That's a classic Q was... gadget there. Just here's some polyfiller I... bond, put it in your ears. <laughs> I thought that I was fasting. I thought that I was the one fasting. Like, what is what is happening? <laughs> I thought hypoglycemia was hitting me. Um, terrible idea, Jack. Uh, C minus for effort. I enjoy the mimes. Cool. Yeah, well, I think we broadly. <laughs> That's pretty much the average grade I achieved all the way through school anyway, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but your dog's great now, so life has turned out pretty good. True, true. I do have a good dog. And I've got you guys. I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> not dwell on that too much. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to Waleed. What are you giving Right, it? so, so um, I'm, I feel like with life right now, everyone is constantly making the same mistake over and over again. And also has an enormous amount of double standards like there's a lot of posturing um i feel like so my uh my bond villainness would be a guy that has created technology that initially it almost black mirroring it a little bit like you know where black mirror had that episode where everyone had that app which um raped their friends and and saw how like so that you could hang out with good people and everything like that or surround yourself with good people initially my app would be there to like help people reflect on the decisions they've made and everything like that and just make sure that they don't make those decisions again. But then slowly kind of amp it up on the evil of like then make it a neurosis. So they're constantly afraid of their actions and they're conscious of what they're doing to drive that intense level of anxiety and also make it so that the app has this like expansion where you can basically ensure that what you're doing is uh is actually not double standards or anything so they're constantly i want people to be in a state of constant psychological fear that whatever they do is either a mistake they've already made before or is double standards and they shouldn't do it because they will be then caught up by someone else and yeah basically i want them to be psychologically broken by everything they do um, I'm psychologically broken by this answer. To be honest, you said <laughs> yeah. my answer was bad. I am psychologically broken. Congratulations, you win. <laughs> I don't think so because the thing is that if you're constantly thinking, like if you're constantly reminded of your failures, which you would be um, through this app, you would just be completely hollow at the end of it. Of like, what is the point in doing anything? I'm just going to fail at it. Um, so that's that's kind of what I'll be doing. And also the double standards part is actually more on sort of a government level and like a nation level in the sense that if someone uh, and a media level, if like a nation or government or media tries to betray something else is like, going, oh, but they, they're doing this terrible thing. This app would then expose them for doing double standards. And then I'm expecting like a world war to happen uh, or at least polarization of society even further. What if I don't install the app? Uh, no, it's forced. You have to. What if I don't have a phone? Uh, you will be given one with the app and you have to keep it on your personal like total recall. What if I lose it? 
like my no, it's like to- it's like Total Recall. We live in a world now where the phone is, is part of your body. <laughs> I think <laughs> have you done have you done biology? <laughs> uh, this Total Recall, um, at least it's proven in that. Um, oh. But yeah, so my so my henchmen, my henchmen will be two people that I think would be able to em- uh, embrace making people accountable for what they do and making them reflect on things a lot more and also holding them uh, to double standards more, which is Hannibal Barres and Louis Theroux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, my lair is going to be Costco because you can't find anything there. Yeah. I would be <laughs> hiding in plain sight. And also the Costco cakes are incredible and I want to eat one. Yeah, I had a I think you need- Costco I- shortbread um, cookie today. Fantastic. I think you need to eat something because that was just monotone gibberish from start. <laughs> I don't to finish. think it was. I think that was so scary. Um, huh? <laughs> the delivery was really scary. <laughs> and then I think that I am going to take over the world by doing a thing and it will be really bad. And if everybody will die, and I will live in Costco. <laughs> Hi, my name's Jack, and I don't think that I've ever gone two hours without a meal, so I don't really understand what hypoglycemia is. Have you seen the I, size of you? I haven't. I have lost weight, actually. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> if, if we if you pretend... noise yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I next time you see me, I'm just gonna be like my weird fleshy insides will be on the outside, and I'll be like, told you, and then I'll just die. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. It is hot. You're right. <laughs> Um, in the interest of time, Steve, because my uh, I think that I've left Paige a little bit troubled with my response, um, and all this is going to be is a slagging match between myself and Jack as to who has the worse or better idea. No, no, no um, you win because uh, you win because uh, you bored me. To I death, have the better so idea. I can't exactly, reply exactly. anymore. <laughs> I might I, need to go to A and E because I've rolled my eyes into the back of my head so hard I've ruptured something. <laughs> I think, and this is where the double standards app would just come into play because the number of episodes where you've had the most toilet answer and then you try and come at me while I'm literally on day 28 of Ramadan to try and say, oh, you've got imagination. is fucking phenomenal. This is our most aggressive episode yet, definitely. It is. I'm not my answer anymore. Go on, Paige, you're up. Um, so the first thing I wrote down is I'm not interested in war and violence. Oh, for so God's sake. <laughs> this is this is the uh, this is how these podcasts work. I go, Woz comes at me. Woz goes, I go at him. Paige goes, we team up, we go at Paige. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so I am going with the classic killing them with kindness trope. Um because I just don't want to take over the world but if I do I'm going to do it in a real friendly way uh so I would get a bunch of very clever and more importantly kind people so they could invent something really like cool that would make me loads of money and then I would just use my natural like wit and charm to be voted the ruler of the world that's right. it. So, so your your plan is to employ uh, Mormons in Silicon Valley to rig elections. Sure. Right. You, that I'm pretty sure can happen already. 
it's, it's realistic as well. And like it can't <laughs> everyone would just love and vote me to lead the world, I think. Um and also my henchmen are like WWE wrestlers. So if anything <laughs> does go wrong, it's really comical and like they have to like sprint up a ladder and, and then jump off the top of a ladder. So that's what that's what I'm oh and my oh. lair is um <laughs> hold on, I don't want to say it. Go on. Lair, if you say Toby be... Carvery, I'm fucking out. Um my lair would be like in the British Museum. Oh my oh. god. Oh, oh my I thought god. that was quite a good answer, actually. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. it's the most evil place in the country, so I feel like that works as like <laughs> They took all your tea and put it in that and put it in that building. Oh my god! They, oh, it's why. Do you so know what why, I find really interesting? interesting? I want, I want, oh, I, I was just. Page. I just want to make a one quick point. That's why the Brits are such good sailors. Is because of our women and our food, and it, and, and then we went off and stole everything and put it in the British. We've Museum. seen that meme already. We've seen that meme. We we it did the rounds. Don't worry. Right now, and now it's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paige, so why the British Museum? Who hurt you? Yeah, just, I mean, any museum would suffice, but, like, I don't care for the British Museum. So if people did come to try and attack me and the British Museum, like, got taken down, I'd be like, oh, fine, I'm all right with that. <laughs> you can all have your stuff back. Um, that's how I'd keep the peace as well. I'd be like, this is my lair. Come and get your stuff back and then vote me to rule the world. This is excellent dialogue, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this feels like I've got something wrong with me. <laughs> wow! So is your evil is your evil plan just to run the British Museum then? Yeah, pretty. Because much. to be fair, that is that is probably the most credible bad guy plan that we've had on this pod so far. Yeah, exactly. I knew I had a good answer. Amid fucking brown brown noise and psychological trauma, like. I think yeah. that yours probably has the most legs so far. The only I think thing James I Bond sent like extra. You want to run the Daily Mail while you're at it as well. Like, just <laughs> really <laughs> go for it. After I just like let you all know what's going on through the Daily Mail. <laughs> the only other defining feature that I had was that every time I go into my lair, Abba would start playing out loud. That That's fine. Yeah. That's lit. That's fine. Mm. You can get behind that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can get behind that. Can I? Can I quickly change my henchman answer from my? I know the. My, I know mine's. <laughs> I know mine was the only redeeming part of my answer, but I'd like my henchmen to just be some henchmen. (laughs) Dressed up as mimes. Dressed up as mimes. Yeah. (laughs) I just got a picture of Terry Crews mimed up. It would be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. With every little detail, you make this film a bit more likely to get commissioned. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> one film that's not going to get commissioned is is my answer so my um my plan is obviously i think it goes without saying i want to um bring dinosaurs back to life and install them as heads of all the world governments so that sounds quite <laughs> sounds quite interesting james bond's going to get involved with that um and you think oh yeah james bond's gonna get into loads of fights with dinosaurs this will be cool but actually, no, because my evil plan has nothing to do with the dinosaurs. My evil plan is just to sort of bog him down with paperwork, really. 
<laughs> just you know, I health and safety. I can just imagine Skypool just being like he's just completely ruined by bureaucracy. <laughs> just just the crushing weight of it has watered Bond. <laughs> so my secret base is just the like MI. Is he MI five or MI six? He's MI six. MI six. He's so the MI six office. Um, I'm just there, like behind a filing cabinet. It's like they haven't done Form 36B Bond. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Love it. <laughs> bond Bond works at IBM. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no one deserves such a fate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'll, I keep bringing up, like, oh, yeah, I've created these dinosaurs, but the audience never gets to see them. They just get to see James Bond filling out paperwork <laughs> and, like, doing an accident report. <laughs> <laughs> Accounting for all the bullets he's fired. I think it could be a hit. I think that's incredible. And it's probably even more realistic than Pages. <laughs> somehow. I didn't think that was even feasible. Um, right, so if the dinosaurs are a red herring. Why have you put them in, in there? Like, what? Why go through all that trouble to have dinosaurs as heads of state? <laughs> well, uh, that's just the sort of hook so that James Bond gets involved. He's like, like, quite frankly, in your your plots, I don't think they would. You don't think you'd give them the time of day. You'd just be like, um, yeah, all right, you you go on with that. I'm just going to um go to Barbados and sleep with a load of women. Whereas my yeah, wait. Like, Shit, this is glamorous. This needs James Bond. <laughs> wait, wait till he's balls deep in some like I don't know Caribbean beauty on his holiday, and then when he hears his brown note, shits himself. Then he's coming for me. <laughs> in your no, one, it's about... are you shitting yourself as well? Whenever the brown note happens, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I uh, did a massive heist, like Despicable Me style, and stole all of the nappies on the planet. Adult diapers available. So I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it's all about it's all about Bond having just you know bequented another human being, just in an exotic location, and then after they leave, he's just left with the absolute hollowness of the fact that. He's also been used so many times and that psychological trauma really bogs him down from doing anything completely immobilizes him. Grab, isn't it? Somebody get this man a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm very here for it. <laughs> It's a dark comedy podcast today, but, but that's fine. <laughs> right, I think those were absolutely awful answers, if I'm quite honest with you, but they, they entertained mean, me. So we had we had varying levels of just terrible. Um, <laughs> it, it was quite interesting. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of lean into that for my quick fire question. Um I want to know from each of you if you were in charge of the James Bond series, who would you cast as the next James Bond to just immediately tank the series? Um, I was thinking I'd probably go with like Greta Thunberg. I think <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Pew, pew, pew. 
<laughs> are you six? Um, are you 15? Are you 25? What are you? <laughs> I'm fucking annoying. <laughs> I think it would be the most environmentally sound Bond film, but probably wouldn't have a lot of the ingredients you're looking for from a Bond film. <laughs> um, um, go on, Jack. Can you top that? I can't, I can't think of her name. I need to do Googles. Let me come back to you. I'm going to have Andrew Tate. <laughs> because I want that. I want that entire... If we're really going down sort of the masculine incel route of Bond, I, I think that there's no one that will tank that even further than Andrew Tate. <laughs> Horrible it's, human being. He is, yeah. I, it's rarely that I ever say this, but he is a cancer on society. <laughs> nah, you say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just random people you meet in the street, like you, Sarah, <laughs> cancer on society. <laughs> I think that would be an impressively terrible bum film. Yeah. Not lie. Uh, Paige, how about you? My original answer I thought was terrible, but then the more I think about him playing Bond, the more I want to watch it, so I'm going to stick with it. It's Alan Carr. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine every womanising scene? It just goes <laughs> <horribly> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's wet and sticky. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong, Jack. Alan Carr was wrong. You're not James Corden, you're Alan Carr. Oh, tired of fire. Uh, I have <laughs> Katie Hopkins. That's an oh, yeah. oh, God. That is truly horrendous. God, I think that Andrew Tate aspires to be her. <laughs> God, that's bad. Good work. Thank yeah, you. Why is it that all of our why is it all of our quick fire rounds were better than our actual rounds? Because <laughs> we didn't have time to think about it. I think that's that's where it all yeah. goes wrong. Yeah, yeah I didn't take time cool. to think about it, so it's all right. <laughs> I know we could. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was an absolute. Um, Travesty. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a complete insult <laughs> to James Bond as a as a character um and as a series of films. Um and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks very much everyone for listening. Um and next time we're gonna be talking about uh our dream panel shows, I believe. Uh, and that'll be page hosting. So until then. See you later. Fare thee well. Cheers, folks. Bye.